Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. What up, Manuel? Welcome to the live first in, I see. Let's go. Jeffrey Moody. Underscore T A Y M dot O five C O N O R O K underscore joined. I don't think I've seen either of you two before. Welcome. Um, young dot J C hitting with the I'm in your head emoji. That's what I'm talking about. You guys know what's up. Yo, spam spam this thing with the I'm in your head if you know what that is. If you're on the inside, if you're in the MSL, hit me with them. Emojis and let everybody know what's up. K23 Amptem, welcome. Trev Castle. What is up is progress. What is up is mental strength. Uh, David07 underscore 27, big bands, what's up? Official underscore Andrew Julio7. Christian Ruiz, what's up? Ryan McDowell was over on my personal live. And has joined us in on the app Perfect Soccer account. Thank you for having you, Sarah. What up, Cron uh, Rock? I love seeing. I love seeing that, guys. I love it. The troll killers. You guys know what's up. They can't stop us, even if they stop us. <clears throat> Join Rooney at Derby County in January. Hey, if you guys can make that happen, I'd be. I'd be happy to. What do they play in the 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 championship? Prem? I don't know. I'm down for that. Try something new. See how the MSL works overseas. Uh, if if all of these international friendlies are, well, I was saying if all of these international friendlies are any indication, I think the MSL will do very well overseas. Um, 703 reseller guy. What up? GR8 personality. What's going on? Yo, can you guys spam that heart thing and let me know if you can hear me all right and if we're good to go, we can get going. Because I think the live just lagged for a second, so I don't know if I'm on delay or if you guys can hear me or not right now. So if you can hear me, Wi-Fi cutting out, gonna have to catch the replay again. Okay, yours, Derby's championship. Okay, inventory said Derby, can can, can you take a look at my account? uh, Tam, possibly, um, send your account to contact at perfectsoccerskills.com and someone on our team will hopefully, um, we've got someone who's, okay, cool, you guys are spamming that, looks like it's okay. I think the Wi-Fi was cutting out there for for a minute. Congrats on the goal yesterday, thank you very much, I appreciate that. Uh, Mark Story Sports said excellent game last night, thank you guys, I appreciate it. I know that there was probably limited streams of it online, I, I saw a lot of people were saying it was difficult to catch the game, um, but uh, a lot of you also came came to the live to the game live. So nice school. Uh, David said nice school yesterday. Thank you very much, Shannon. Welcome to the live and the Luca underscore three join. Hello, 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 everybody! 
Thank you very much for joining in on the live. I appreciate having you here. For those of you who have not been here before or those of you who are returning, you know what it is. It is the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. And you know what we do on this show. We go live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST to go over the MSL, baby. And why the MSL? Well, I am currently 11-year pro Quincy Ameriqua. Uh, and I currently play for DC United, and though I have played in the MLS for well over 10 years, what has gotten me here, kept me here, and will continue in my mind to uh, allow me to continue at this level and achieve my goals both on and off the field is the MSL, or better known as the Mental Strength League. This is a game, a mental game that I've come up with over the course of you know, my life, and it's more of a philosophy where it's a game that you're an active participant and you're a player in the game or you are getting played. And uh, it's just basically a philosophy, an idea, a way of life that allows you to look at any and all obstacles currently in your way and uh, critically think of ways to overcome them. We're, we're building an active and growing community every week and I appreciate having all of you guys here on the live and we discuss the MSL as well as anything and everything as it pertains to life, soccer, philosophy, uh, your personal uh, situations on and off the soccer field. So if ever you are wanting to get your questions answered by a professional soccer player, now is your time to do so. So as the format of the show typically, typically goes, it is free-flowing. So I very much play off to the uh, community and your guys' questions as well as things that have come to my attention that I've learned of as of late. So thank you again for joining. And if you are ever not able to hang out for the entire live or join in on the lives, you can always go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP, that's Ask A Soccer Pro, uh, to watch all the live replays and get up to speed on your MSL knowledge. Because a lot of the concepts and ideas that we talk about, I've gone into great depth in, in previous episodes and uh, to better help you get the most out of the lives and our times together, you definitely want to check out those replays. You can listen to them on your drive to work, uh, while working out, anything and everything. It's more of a, a video podcast. And we're also going through and breaking down all of the previous episodes into clips. There's a new section on our YouTube channel, perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube, um, called uh, PS Clips. So clips of the show. For those of you who might not be able to catch the whole hour, but you want to get two and three minute, five minute snippets of uh, the knowledge bombs that are dropped on this show. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, uh, those of you who are interested, go ahead and start sending your questions in. Drop them below and then also I'm thinking of I'll uh, call in a couple of you guys on the live so we could just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I like that. That's That's been pretty fun in the past. Uh, Ray3473 said, Quincy's always dropping knowledge on us. I try my best to share what I've learned over the years. And I've played with well over a thousand players, so I've learned quite a lot. So, Tim said, underscore T-A-Y-M dot O five said, how can I stop having repetitive ankle sprains? Um, you've got to, if, if you're having that repetitive issue, you really have to assess why you're having the issue. Is it because of uh, weak ankles, uh, weak muscles around the ankles? Is it uh, your 
your equipment that you have? Is it your body function or movement? So you got to kind of assess assess what it is specifically and then address the problem or issue once you've diagnosed the problem. Um, I think, yeah, so this is good. Um, this will be a good theme of the day. There you go, the first one. Uh, people tend to focus on symptoms and not the problem, right? So for instance, let's use an, let's think of an example. Uh, let's say, uh, hopefully this isn't your situation or, or, uh, or future problem, but you know, many people tend to wake up at 50 or 60 and have a catastrophic, let's say heart, uh, heart condition, have a heart attack. And, uh, now they're all of a sudden they're in the emergency room and they have to get a triple bypass, uh, surgery and the doctor, uh, pulls off a miracle, but afterwards speaks to the patient and says, Hey, listen, you're, you're lucky to be alive. And uh, you're going to have to change your lifestyle and what it is that you're doing um, or this is going to be a recurring problem and your quality of life is going to greatly suffer. You know, a lot of people get to that point in time in life and that's the time that they decide to make a lifestyle change. Now, now a lifestyle change, what's the point that I want to make with this? The main point <laughs> that I want to convey with this is First and foremost, if we can, let's not wait to make a lifestyle change till after it's too late or there is no choice but to have a, a catastrophic lifestyle style change. Um, the most people would look at that heart, the 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 heart attack, as as the problem, right? But that for me is a symptom. That is the result of the problem, and the problem was the lifestyle you were leading, the food choices that you're making on a day-to-day -day basis, the behavior you had over a long duration of time, as well as maybe lack of exercise and, and uh, uh, an awareness of your decisions and how they will impact your overall health, and then the heart attack was the result of that. So I want to hopefully help shift your focus from the what most people think the problem is the heart attack in this situation, right? For me, the lifestyle choices and decisions over a long duration of time or the lack of uh, uh, the lack of putting forth the effort and energy towards the things that will avoid the future problem is why the problem occurred. So um, distinguishing between the, uh, the problem itself and the cause of the problem and addressing the cause. So tying that back to the ankle, what we're talking about here, rather than tell you just tape your ankles and do this, first I'm I'm conveying to you, assess why your ankles keep rolling in the first place. And if you're not sure why, then you're going to need to uh, spend some time self-reflecting and documenting every time that it happens so you can start to piece together the reasons why you believe that continues to happen because those types of things tend to happen as a result of the things that you're doing. And most of the time, you're not aware of the things that you're doing, which is why you continue to make the same mistakes. So. Um, I speak a lot to making mistakes here. Mistakes are necessary. You need to make mistakes. Taking risks is very important to success and maintaining success. But learning from your mistakes is how you uh, progress and move forward. So m making mistakes is necessary. You should embrace mistakes. You should take risks. You should look. You should expect mistakes. But you should also expect to learn from your mistakes. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm hoping you guys are taking away when I'm telling you to make mistakes and why we're making mistakes. You have to understand why you're making the mistake.
right? You're making mistakes because you're taking risks. You're taking risks because you want to learn. You only learn if you learn from the mistakes you made. So it's a circle and you want to bring that together and you want to understand that when you're going through things and you're trying things, this is how you flip mistakes and failures into positive energy and fuel for moving yourself forward. Um, give me some thumbs up or Jesus hands if you guys are catching what I'm throwing out there. Let's see, Ryan underscore soccer underscore God joined, welcome. person watching this video from the Connor said I'm the only person watching this video from the UK look at you you you're, you're doing the work what time is it over there uh, Ryan asked what level did you play at when you were 13 I played what did I play I played for Bakersfield Alliance uh, Bakersfield Alli 87 Bakersfield Alliance 87 in Bakersfield California and probably at 13 we were at we got you got Bronze, silver, silver elite, gold, and then premier. I think I was on silver. We were at like a silver level in Cal South club soccer. So not a very high level. Um, Camouflage asks, how young were you when you really started, when you started really training? Uh, give me a little bit more context as to what you mean by really started training. And uh, I can better answer that question for you. Let's see. Uh, it's because I don't warm up my ankles properly before training, but I don't know good exercises to do to be ready. Uh, that's Tay's. So Tay says he understands why he's rolling his ankles. So what I'm telling you is stop making excuses for why you're not going to figure out how to get that done. Then you need to go on YouTube and you need to search. Uh, proper ankle warm-up exercises. You need to go to the library and find books on resistance training and ankle strength training. Um, and if you can't find those there, then you need to go find a physical therapist or a trainer who can write a program or put that together for you. Or, uh, you know, join the Be Pro Mentors program and uh, work with uh, one of the pros in our network who can build those programs and connect you with those types of individuals. Um, as you'll learn or uh, as you'll either learn or eventually leave our account and our brand, uh, there, we've got a no excuses attitude here. We're, we take responsibility for where we are. We take responsibility for where we're going to go. And if we understand the issue or problem at hand and we know what we need to do, then we need to take Self-initiative, well, self-initiative's right there behind me. You gotta take self-initiative. If you know what you need to do, then go do it. And then you need to, so you're being honest with yourself. Self-honesty, you're being honest with yourself. You know what the problem is, you know you want to address it, you know you need to do something to improve it. Well, you need to take self-initiative and go figure out how you're gonna learn how to do that. And, uh, self-initiative, sorry, self-initiative to do that. And once you figured out what it is you're going to do, you need to hold yourself accountable to what it is that you said you need to do and then do it. Simple as that. Thank you guys for the thumbs up. So I see that Jesus hands, Sarah, thank you. Uh, the Luca goal or assist, uh, win. Let's see. David said, preach a Q. Um, let's see. 
Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, Kim Flush said, "My daughter's eleven and plays on a rec team. Is that too young to push her to train, or just let her like the game?" Well, I think at eleven, it's it's very much about whatever the your in this case your daughter is is um, ambitious to do. She wants to train and she wants to get better because she's decided she wants to take the initiative to do that. Then I believe it's your job to help facilitate that process. But if she just wants to approach the game um, for fun and figure it out and learn, then I also think that it's your, it's your job to help facilitate that. Um, at the end of the day, uh, your it needs to be your, your son or daughter. Now I'm speaking to everybody. At the end of the day, it needs to be your son or daughter's choice to want to train uh, for their own ambitions and their own goals. Uh, no matter how much as a parent you want to push your kid to do something uh, for your own reasons, even if you believe it's, for, it's in the best interest of them, eventually, um, if they don't find a reason for wanting to do it for themselves, uh, it's, they're going to quit eventually one day. Um, and they may have some type of resentment towards you for doing so. So I understand the difficulty must the difficulty of being a parent and wanting to push your son or daughter to excel or get better at something. Um, but at the end of the day, the game is meant to be fun and an outlet for them to explore and learn themselves and learn lessons from it. And if your son or daughter um, loves the game and finds a real love and passion for it, they will eventually get to a point where on their own, they'll want to take it to the next level or improve on their game for themselves. Now, you can always let them know that if and when they're wanting to do that, you are there to help support them and you can share with them information like this, our book and our resources and stuff to help inspire them to want to make that decision themselves. But if, uh, if you're the type of parent who's forcing your son or daughter to go out there and do extra skills training and do extra things and, and force them into that, you're kind of going to burn them out on it in the sense that they're not going to have a, a good relationship with the game and um, that will definitely push them farther away from it as they as they grow older. So hopefully that helps give you a little bit more, um, more clarity as to how to approach it. But at the end of the day, uh, each parent has their own parenting style and uh, you, you do what you feel, do what you feel speaks to the personality of and needs of your individual player or child. Um, DC United Insider asks, would you rather play in the World Cup final or score a game-winning goal in the Champions League final? Would, I, would you rather play in the World Cup final or score a game-winning goal in the Champions League final? I don't know much about Champions League final, um, so I'm going to say World Cup World Cup final. I don't watch uh, European soccer. I, just, I, I play, and you guys know that, especially those of you who have been following me for a while now. So... Um, official meme said, is this the guy who scored against Puebla? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, and Marseille. Oh, yeah. And Real Batiste. What up? Uh, welcome to the live, Mimi boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, I hate MLS. Meme said, bro, that goal was not even good. You're right. You're always right. Where should I be at age 12? The Luca asked. What are your goals and your ambitions? And even then, 
where you are now doesn't dictate where you can be in the future. So I understand I understand what you're getting at, but I want you to think about a better way to ask that question and then drop it back down in here to find the answer that you're looking for. So uh, everyone, the quality of your life is directly correlated to the quality of questions you ask. The more specific you can get with the questions you ask, the more specific, uh, uh, the more likely you are to to accomplish the goals you believe or think you would like to accomplish or achieve. Uh, for me, the reason why many goals aren't attainable and dreams aren't attainable isn't because they aren't attainable. It's because you can't yet clearly articulate how to ask for what it is you want. And because of that, you aren't able to learn what it is you need to do to get to what you want. So give me a little bit of MSL action if uh, I'm in your head action if if you're understanding that and if that's making sense. Or more, more importantly, if that's giving more clarity. Uh, uh, the soccer mom said facilitate was a good word to use. Provide the opportunity for her to take it or not. Correct. You're a steward, right? Or shepherd. Um, you know, you allow them to roam, you, 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 you guide and you help, you know, prevent catastrophe. But No, not even catastrophe. Sometimes, cata sometimes catastrophe is necessary, right? You 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 prevent death because <laughs> there's no coming back from that. At least we don't, as far as I understand and know. Um, it's it's kind of the it's through chaos and difficulty and your most difficult moments where um, where you are able to build a foundation of of of, of progress yeah. yeah adversity is is really what tests and more more so uh, adversity is what chisels and refines you into the individual worthy of of earning or accepting your blessing or your goals or your dreams so look at ad adversity as a as a as an opportunity to prove your dedication and loyalty to what it is that you say you want. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> Sebastian asks, when you build your base of defending a lion and only being known for that, when when you when you build your base of defending a lion and only being known for that <laughs> only being known for defending and defeating the lion uh we want to see you defend joseph next hey put me on the field and let's see let's do it would you ever have thought that we'd be talking about a a, a target forward and their their defensive ability Maybe we're redefining the game, guys. Let's see. 
Connor asks, have you ever swapped your shirt with another player? Yeah, all the time. Many players. Especially old teammates. Love uh, swapping jerseys with old teammates. Uh, where should I be at age 12 to make it to the MLS? Again, not specific enough, Luca. Because um, l- let me give you an example. I at 12 years old, I was playing on a, I was playing on a low level club soccer team in Bakersfield, California, in a city that has never produced any professional soccer players at the MLS level for any duration for any long duration of time. So, like, to say that you need to be somewhere by a certain age to make it here, I think is the wrong way to look at it. I think a better way to look at it is what are the things that I can be doing starting today, being 12 years old, that will best put me in position to be in the MLS one day and for me the answer to that is developing this mentality and being aware enough to know that you don't know everything and willing enough to put the work in to figure it out so the fact that you're joining in on the live and you're asking these questions i think is a great place to be at 12 years old and i think doing so puts you at a great advantage to being in a great in a great position to one day be in the MLS, but just showing up isn't enough. And that's what I want you to understand and take away from this. Because uh, remember, we've talked a lot about this in the past and before, and I've, I've discussed this at length, information, knowledge, experience, wisdom. Um, a big problem that young people run into once they receive information and they now have knowledge is they have a false belief. They think they know. And that is a very dangerous place to be because knowing something doesn't mean anything if you don't know how to do it and you haven't applied that knowledge to know if it's true or not for yourself. Right? So what works for me may not work for you. But you need to have the knowledge to know that. And the only way that you have the knowledge to know if what works for me works for you is to apply that knowledge and gain experience for yourself. Now, um, all experience is good experience if you look at experience as knowledge. Or all experience is good experience if you look at that experience as, as knowledge. Something you wouldn't have had you not done it. But you want to use knowledge to your knowledge from experience to your advantage to better refine how to gain more experience more quickly in the future. These are good ones, you guys. Looks like a lot of you have been joining in on the lives for a while now. And the questions are starting to get get much uh, more insightful. The Luca, of course. Uh, Luca said, thank you, Quincy, and good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for your question and joining in on the lives. On the lives. Uh, Conrock underscore said, we need more mentors like you. Hey, well, hopefully me doing these lives and um, sharing what I've learned with you guys and doing that encourages more guys to kind of do the same. Or at the very least, I think you definitely should send your favorite player a message and tell them they need to join in on on a live on NASA Soccer Pro Show and I can interview them similar to how 
Uh, Chris Durkin's joined in on the lives here. So has uh, Griffin Yao. And if you guys haven't checked those out, you can check those replays on the YouTube channel at perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP. So you can kind of get an understanding of the mindset of some of the younger pros um, and where they're at, So which could be helpful. Um, Gab, Gabby G20023 said, yo, what up, Quincy? What's going on? Welcome. Uh, Dave John... Dave John, welcome to the live. Uh, that soccer mama asks, have you ever had a coach that didn't like your MSL, I'm in your head attitude? Yes. <laughs> yes. Most of the time, because people don't understand, um, don't understand me, and it's not, it, and usually people don't understand me because they choose not to understand me. I'm not very hard to understand. You just have to be willing to want to understand me, and in order to do that means you likely have to overcome your own bias of what you believe I am and what you believe me to be. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Which is the whole fundamental like bedrock of the MSL. It's question your own belief system, question your own assumptions, and um, walk into the scenario assuming you're wrong. And I believe Many coaches walk into the scenario believing they're right, and because of that, our ideologies kind of clash. Um, and if I stick around long enough, then coaches learn to understand me and understand um, what I stand for and what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And in many cases, I don't stick around long enough uh, because, for, I mean, for many different reasons, but definitely some is because, you know, so, at the end of the day, someone doesn't someone doesn't have to understand me. They can choose not to, and and that's a prerogative. And just like some people believe in, uh, you know, one religion over another, in practicing one holiday or not a, uh, not another. So like, I I understand that not everyone wants their beliefs to be questions uh, question. I know not everyone wants the challenge. I know not everyone wants to play the game. Not everyone wants to fight. Not everyone wants to win. You know, like some people want to be comfortable. Some people just want to have fun and get by. Uh, for me, winning is fun. So, not everybody else believes that, and I can understand that and I can accept that. But just because others accept that for themselves doesn't mean I accept that for myself. So, hopefully, that's a good question, the soccer mama. Let's see. Connor asks about, do you think New England Patriots will win Super Bowl or someone new? I don't know enough about football to to give any type of educated guess. So, um, I don't know. Joe Jackson said, you wouldn't be on the live right now if Quincy wasn't in your head. Um, that's facts. I think, uh, I think a lot of the people who are in the comments who are searching for attention 
are going about it the wrong way. But by participating are actively showing that we are in their heads and we're not going anywhere because they're not going anywhere. And as long as they keep showing up, they're helping promote us. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Sebastian said, I think you should ban an individual. He's being mean. I think he's searching for attention for him or herself and them doing so with negativity is more of a reflection of where they are in life and it's probably not in a good place. So we should feel bad for them and we should understand that one day they will grow up and they will regret the things that they've done in the past and they will ask forgiveness for from those around them who they've hurt or they won't grow up and they'll remain immature for the rest of their lives and uh, that seems a lot more sad so this is what they need to do to kind of get that attention they've been lacking what are you gonna do uh, Joe Jackson it's my birthday this weekend well happy happy birthday I hope it's a good one uh, let's see what we got here Let's see, let's see. Uh, Sarah can say. Let's see, I can say I resemble to Marcella Defender, but they don't want me running up. Okay, I think you might be talking to someone else in the comments. Uh, David said, I'm currently 19 and don't know where to go from here. I'm in the process of trying to make my college team, but they don't like my style of play. What and how can I change this? One thing I've definitely learned, it doesn't mean this is absolute fact, but this is just from my experience. You can't change someone's mind. Only they can do that. So if someone's already decided that they're not on board with you or they don't like your style or they don't feel what you bring to the table fits with what they're doing it's better to find someone who will spend your time looking for someone who will or someone who uh, wants to have you uh, which means there's gonna be a lot of uncertainty and uh, a lot of, of, of um, work to be done on your end to to find that and there's no guarantee you're going to find it you have to make that decision if you feel it's worth putting the time in where you're at and sticking to it for long enough to hopefully earn what it is you believe uh, or what to, to earn where it is you want to be but understanding this game and it's a very difficult game there's a lot that goes into it uh, it's best to move on and find somewhere where you're wanted than it is to try to convince people who aren't sold on you to to go with you because the only real way that that happens is if everything bad happens for them there and they have no choice but to put you in but to use you and then at that time you take full advantage of being there and to do that means you're really leaving it up to chance and you're hoping that thing you know what I'm saying 
yeah, you're literally hoping that everything goes wrong and terrible for them and that you're sticking around long enough to where your opportunity pops up. And that's a strategy, and that will, that works, but I, I feel it's better to to move on and look elsewhere than it is to change minds because uh, you can change minds from somewhere else because now if you go somewhere else and you excel and you do well with where you're at, well, then that's proof to the other people that they were wrong and maybe they're willing to you know remove their ego and admit that they were wrong also, don't bank on that because a lot of people aren't able to do that. Um, but at least it gives you something. Whereas opposed to where you're at, the person's going to want to continue to keep you where you are and prevent you from moving forward because they want to maintain the worldview they have of you when you showed up. So if you showed up, they didn't think you are good enough. They're, even subconsciously, they're going to be putting things in place to make sure that remains the case so that they're not wrong. So you got to you got to think about that. Um, uh, Ash said, "You are my inspiration. You made more you made me more confident, and I get um, on their heads." Well, I think thank you very much for saying that. I appreciate you saying that. I think you are in control of your own confidence now, which is great to hear. Right? The things that I'm I'm sharing with you guys are ways in which you take control of. Uh, you take control, you take responsibility for where you are, you take responsibility for where you're gonna go, and that will breed confidence because at the end of the day, even if you're wrong and you make a mistake, you at least know you have the power to do something about it, which is the most important thing to really understand and take away from all of this. Uh, I know it scares people to think like, well, taking responsibility and the blame for everything, that's scary, everyone's gonna hate me or everyone's gonna talk about me or whatever, 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 but it's very freeing because once you take the blame for stuff, well, now you have the power. You have the power because that means you're going to figure out what you need to do to fix it, to overcome it, to improve. If you don't take the blame, if you blame someone else or blame your circumstances or blame everything around you, well, guess what? You just gave away the power. You don't have any power now. If you don't have the power, if it's everyone else, if it's everything else and it's not you and it's never been you and there's nothing you could do to improve, well, then you just expressed out loud that there's nothing you can do. So the only thing you can do is accept your circumstances and move forward and stop complaining about it. So the real purpose here is to get you to a point where you can no longer complain because there's no point in complaining. You can point out a problem. As soon as you've pointed out a problem and you've acknowledged a problem, now you need to start spending your time figuring out and finding solutions to that problem. If you're not looking for solutions and finding solutions, then you are not helping anybody and you're being useless. So stop being useless and accept where you're at and stop complaining because no one wants to hear it because no one cares. Or um, if you come to the, uh, the conclusion that someone needs to do something, guess what? You're someone, so do something. And if what you do doesn't work, don't complain that it's not working. Figure out another way to make it work or learn from what didn't work and try again. So adapt or die, guys and girls. Personal responsibility. Uh, Joe asked, do you have to work harder to get muscle back in your leg after an injury that kept you out for a couple months? Yeah, because atrophy set, sets in and you, you lose a lot of muscle mass, but you, uh, you want to check out competitive edge therapy. I worked with, um, I worked with them when I was recovering back from my 
my uh, leg injury injury a couple years ago. I think he's got a couple of things up on the site that can help with that if you're struggling with um, a leg injury or just like a, a muscle uh, or recovering from a, a big injury. Let's see. Emilio, welcome. What's up? Uh, said learning. Let's see. Let's see. DC United Insider asks, how important is it to take care of injuries as a player? I think it's extremely, extremely important because your body is your your vessel of production. If your body, if you're injured, you aren't able to do the thing that uh, one in most people's cases is the thing that they love, but more importantly, the thing that you want to hopefully make your livelihood one day. Um, I think more important than taking care of injuries is injury prevention. Doing the best you can to maintain and manage your body so you can play for as long as possible and uh, speed up the eventual injury process because you are going to get injured if you're playing this game for any long duration of time or any duration of time. So um, doing what you can to put yourself in the best position to recover from those injuries as quickly as possible. Let's see what we got here. So we got here, young.jc04 asks, what do you like about the DC fans? I like their willingness to participate in the community. I think we're having a lot of fun, uh, especially with the, with the MSL and the I'm in your head. I think the DC fans are definitely passionate and, um, and want, want to hold their club to a very high standard. And I think that is reasonable and I think that is something that uh, they, they deserve. Um, so I try my best to, uh, to show them that I'm bought in, I'm all in, and I will give them 100% of my effort both off and, off and on the field and I hope they're seeing that and they are appreciative of that. And um, you know, we'll see how the rest of the year goes, but I'd like to be here for a longer duration of time, like a long, um, a long term, if we're able to make that happen. But you never know in this game, so we'll see. If uh, if you guys are part of the DC fan base and and uh, you're appreciating or have enjoyed or liked what uh, you know what I've been bringing to the team over the course of this year, I would not be uh, I would I would not be angry if you guys let them let the club know. You know what I mean? Reach out to them and let them know what you think, uh, good or bad. I love all forms of insight and criticism. So let's see. Uh, David asks, how effective is the U23 DC United tryout? It's as effective as you, you're able to make it um, in the sense that you can get discovered anywhere at any time. It just matters on – it really matters down to how much – how much do you stand out on the field? How much do you stand out when you when you show up? I think you can get you can get discovered anywhere at any time, but you have to when you when you're on the field, there has to be a reason why people want to pay attention to you. Like what is it that you're bringing to the game that people can't not see and can't not want to be a part of their program, their organization. So 
Um, SG Dag underscore King 209 asks, how do you deal with the haters? Well, first and foremost, I just sent him the I'm in your head emoji because at the end of the day, if a hater is spending any time and energy on you, that means you're in their head. They're paying attention to you and paying attention. So think about that. They're paying you something. And what are they paying you? Their time. The one thing they will never, ever, ever be able to get back. Ever. So they are investing their time in you. So they see something in you that they want to be a part of. And the only way they can be a part of it is by investing their time in you. And what haters are hoping to get is your attention back because they want some of your time. But I'm happy to give some of my haters time because we have now figured out how to make their time work for us. And that's by sending him the MSL emojis. And if they haven't figured that out yet, well, thank you. Continue to hate on us because you're helping us grow and you're helping us spread the message. So thank you. We appreciate it. And that is how you deal with the haters. The more you know. MSL, baby. Uh, That Soccer Mama asks... Uh, How do you prepare mentally for a game you know is going to be chippy and physical? Well, to be honest, you never really know anything. As much as coaches and everyone want to prepare for the game and what the opponent's going to do and who's going to play and what position you're going to be and what's going to happen and what type of game it's going to be, nobody knows until you show up and you're on the field in that moment. And I guess for me, because of that's how I've approached the game, I've been able to adapt to, you know, High level, low level, in between, ups, downs, chippy, simple, hard, difficult, raining, snow, all of that stuff. Because for me, uh, the way I prepare is I'm preparing to be prepared for anything. And by that, I'm by that it's not it's not you know overly analyzing every single film and what this person does and this that the other. No, no, it's more so saying, look, um, I'm going to prepare myself to the best of my ability and I'm going to get as good at the things that I believe are most important to my success on the field as I possibly can. So I'm going to focus on me um, and what it is that I think I need to be good at to to best excel the way I believe I need to excel on the field. So for instance, you guys know I take a lot of pride in being a, uh, a great teammate and helping facilitate creating space for the players around me so they can create opportunities for themselves. So um, I focus heavily on getting the focus of defenders to be on me, to pull them out of position, to pull them out of place, uh, to, to, to confuse them, to throw them off. So the more skillful guys, the trickier guys who, um, let's say, um, have a higher strike rate can get more opportunities in front of goal and, and um, basically create chaos because in chaos, that's where creativity, uh, creative pe- people thrive. So the, the better I can do that, the better I believe I can help our team win. And I believe if I can do that and I can accomplish that, I will stick around for a long time. And because I believe I stick around for a long time, I will learn the other things necessary to continue to stick around. So it's kind of, that's the thought process that I go about with it. Um, tying it back to the question on how do you mentally prepare for the game? Well, 
I'm mentally prepared for the game by the actions and things I do while not on the field. So those are things I'm thinking about. Those are things I'm doing, and those are the things I'm working on. And then once I show up on the on the on game day, I've accepted the idea. In fact, that my job is to to adapt to what is happening today, to beat the person who's in front of me today, not the person in front of me who other people said did something three years ago or played for this club or played at that level or played here. To me, that doesn't matter. I really don't care. I don't care what level you played at. I don't care what level you play at. I don't care who you megged in some time and what game you had scored a goal in. And if you did, That does not matter to me. All that matters is I'm assessing you in this moment today and I'm looking at you and I'm seeing if you are up for the challenge today. That's it. Are you... Are you ready to try to outwork me for 90 minutes? Oh, you can beat me in the first five minutes? Oh, you're gonna beat me in the first 10? Okay, could you beat me in the first 30? You, okay, can you beat me for 45? Can you beat me for 60? Can you beat me for 90? I don't know, but we're gonna find out today. And the one thing you know, looking at me, is I'm not gonna give up. Are you? That's it, that's MSL. That's what the game is. And some people are up for it and some people aren't. And the people who aren't up for it, oh, they lose in the long run. You know, maybe they win a little bit in the short term because they're really fancy, they're really good, they're tricky. Okay, but then you get figured out. What do you do when you get figured out? Do you crumble and blame everyone and, oh, gosh, I need this and no one's supporting me and this, that, and the other? Or, or do you go, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen anyway. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to win. Okay, that's the mentality. That's how I look at it. That's how I play the game. That's why I'm here. And you can believe me or not. You can think I'm a good player or you can think I'm a shit player. I don't know. All I know is what I believe I need to do for myself and what I'm willing to do to uh, accomplish my goals. So. Hopefully this helps give you guys some insight as to the mentality that you may already have um, or you might not have or the mentality that you're going to have to face or go up against over the course of your career. And are you up for that challenge? Are you ready to face me? Maybe not right now, but maybe in the future, right? But if you're preparing for that and you're preparing and figuring out ways you can beat that, Okay, now you're in the game. You've got a chance. But it's not going to be easy, and I'm not going to let you beat me. I'm not going to make it easy on you because I want to win. So maybe it's just better to just be on my team. Maybe, maybe the, the idea should just be to join my team because I take that same mentality and the way in which we've built this community is, hey, I want my teammates to win. And we're building a system so we all win. We all benefit from each other's effort. We all work together to support each other and grow and, uh, and build together. So that's what this community is. That's what this mentality is. And that's why we've built it with teamwork. Um, I don't have it up on the wall, but I'll add it because I ran out of space. We've got self-honesty self-initiative, self-accountability, goal-oriented, teamwork, core value five, teamwork makes the dream work.
And that's what we're doing right now. Every week we're doing this. We're working together as a team to refine these processes, to understand our issues and problems, um, uh, figure them out, solve them together, and continue to grow and excel. So, let's see. Great question, the soccer mom. I appreciate it. SGDAH underscore King said, the refs in MLS can be horrible, bro. Yeah, and players can be horrible, too. So, players don't make it easy on referees. Um, so, I mean, it goes both ways. I think if, if everyone was more there to help them better understand or... Uh, I understand both sides. Sometimes the refs don't feel as though the players are respecting them and, and giving them the, the respect they need to, to manage and ref the game. But I also do believe sometimes some refs are also not, um, they're, they're not approaching players in a manner of trying to understand their perspective and get them to, to What is it that I feel referees are missing sometimes? I... Referees are missing the understanding that admitting they made a mistake can go a long way with players. It's the referees who never admit that they make any mistakes that lose a lot of the players on the field and eventually lose control of the game because players are getting frustrated and angry with the, um, the lack of self-reflection of the referee in the moment. Um, for many different reasons, you know, sometimes referees are inexperienced, they don't have as many games and they haven't dealt with as many players or the circumstances might be too big for them. So um, understanding that, look, from a player's perspective, though everyone yells at referees to be perfect, we also understand that you can't be perfect. So admitting that you aren't when you make a mistake goes a long way. Now, that's not a blanket check to just get every single call wrong all the time, right? Like, it's just like at the pro level, like, you, you have to speed to a certain, you have to be to a certain level or a certain standard. And if you're not meeting that standard, then you're not good enough, okay? But, and you might not be good enough on the day and you could even say, hey, listen, I'm not having a great day today. The ref tells you that, hey, I'm not having a great day today. Was a player, yeah, you're right, you're not. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna do my best to get it right the next time, but, uh, you know, speak to me with respect so we can so we can continue to maintain control of the game and keep moving forward, you know? I just think, you know, an understanding from both perspectives is necessary to to officiate a game in a very respectful and productive manner. That's my opinion of it and how I would go about about doing it. Uh Aaron, what up, Aaron? Uh, Aaron said, uh, Kayla asks, when are you going to stop having your man bun? I'm not sure. Probably, maybe when I'm done playing, maybe, well, I don't know. To be honest with you, the man bun is the easiest haircut I've ever had to maintain because I can cut my hair. It's free to cut my hair. <laughs> I've saved so much money and so much time not having to go to the barbershop. Um... And I can cut like 95% of it myself and then I just need someone to help me just get the back because I can't do that 
in the in reverse in the mirror because my brain just doesn't flip to do that. I always go the opposite direction. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if there's a big enough reason or cause, something, if you guys can figure out something to cut the man bun, I'd do it for something. I used to cut my hair for charity back when I was with the earthquakes. We'd grow it out and then cut for that. Oh, she said she missed you long live the man bun. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, well, you guys are busy, you know, living life and doing your thing. Uh, maybe you guys make your way out here sometime while we're still in D.C. We got an extra, we got extra space. Uh, Emilio said hashtag rent free. Yeah, I've, I'm renting a bunch of space in a lot of people's minds. So if you guys are needing some extra, extra mental space, I'm renting that out. David said, whenever you cut your hair, I'll cut mine. <laughs> All right. Might be waiting a while, Dave. Oh. Oh, Liam. Liam asked, can I join your live to show my new haircut? Liam, I've got two minutes left in the live. You can hop in for the last minute and show your haircut if you're still in. So do that. Uh, I hate MLS ass. What's the worst injury you ever got? Well, I broke my femur when I was 12, so that was a pretty big one. And then, uh, but the biggest was probably my left knee injury in the Kansas City game like two years ago, two and a half years ago. I tore my ACL, LCL, IT band, bicep femoris, and popliteus tendon all in that one play. And then I could just feel my hamstring rolling up the back of my leg. So that, that didn't feel good. But when it happened, I started laughing while I was laying on the, on the ground. Um, because I saw the irony in the situation. I basically was laughing because I said, all right, Quincy, let's see if you actually believe all the stuff you've been preaching and telling everybody about over the years. So it was great for me because um, I, I saw it as an opportunity to show everybody that, hey, this is the mentality I have when things are good, and this is the mentality I have when things are bad. And I think from bad will come good. So it comes, just comes down to your perspective. Um, underscore underscore SR8 said, I'm going to go pro. Hey, speak it to in existence. Um, I hope you accomplish your goal and I hope her perfect soccer skills.com slash book and our other resources here help you on that journey to get there. I appreciate you guys joining in on the live as always. Um, our mentorship program is live. We just, uh, brought on some, um, some, some new members. If you guys are interested in that, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O and apply to work with a perfect soccer pro today. Um, yeah, of course. Um, let's see what we got. So I got the last minute here. Um, Kenny Guru said, come back to Chicago. Uh, I know I'll play at least once a year, but you never know. Dave said, Quincy's man bun greater than my man bun. Hey, keep working on that. Uh, F.E.R. Ramirez, 14. Welcome. Welcome to the live. Though you're just joining in at the end of the live here. Everyone, thank you very much for joining in on this episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. If you guys would be willing to take a screenshot of this and right above, like right there like that, 
type in what it is that you uh, you take away from our lives, what you've learned, um, and uh, tag the at Perfect Soccer account and my personal at Quincy Miracle account, and I will be happy to reshare that on our platforms. It gives me a little feedback as to what it is you guys are learning, if you're getting value out of it, and what I can do to improve uh, improve things going forward. Yep. But uh, thank you guys very much. Uh, thanks for joining in. I will catch you next week. And as Ross always says, be good to one another. I will see you guys next Thursday. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.